Hey there, friends. Happy Friday. You have made it to the end of the week, which means that it is time for another episode of Pop Culture Friday. I'm so excited you are here today. There's a lot going on in the world. Uh, in a lot of different areas. So Pop Culture Friday is juiced and ready to go for y'all. I'm not going to waste any time. I'm just going to give it to you right now. So let's go. Story number one is really sad. Really sad. Regis Philman dies at age 88. The legendary television host passed away at the age of 88 on Friday, July 24th. Quote, we are deeply saddened to share that our beloved Regis Philbin passed away last night of natural causes, one month shy of his 89th birthday, the Philbin family said in a statement. Quote, his family and friends are forever grateful for the time we got to spend with him for his warmth, his legendary sense of humor, his singular ability to make every day into something worth talking about, the family said in a statement. They continued, we thank his fans and admirers for the incredible support over his 60-year career and ask for privacy as we mourn his loss. This is sad because who doesn't love the Rege? I mean, I, 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 it's incredible actually to read this, that his career was 60 years. I mean, I guess I knew that in the back of my head, but just to see that written out and know that that's like 60 years, I mean, that's incredible. And I know Rege from Live with Regis and Kelly. You guys know that I love Kelly Ripa and I love that show. And he was just like the grandpa everyone wanted. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Him and Kelly had such great chemistry together. And he was really like such a funny guy. Everyone loved him. He was so funny, but like naturally in his own way. And and he just did a great job. He was a true professional and truly great at what he did. Then he went on to host Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? for a while and that was incredibly successful and and then he finally stepped down and retired from his work at live but reach i mean he's such just like a pioneer in this space and so i I respect him so much for that. And like I said, he was just such a lovable person. Everyone loved Regis Philbin. He was a New Yorker through and through. He loved the Yankees. He would always talk about the Yankees. I mean, he was just very, very lovable, very great, very himself. And I I love people like that. So I'm sending condolences to the entire Philbin family. This is sad news. Um, But he will be remembered with tons of love and, and tons of warmth when everyone thinks of him. Story number two is ongoing and developing. Kanye West takes to Twitter to apologize to wife Kim Kardashian. On Saturday, the rapper took to Twitter to issue a formal apology to the Keeping Up with the Kardashian star. Kanye also asked his wife of six years for forgiveness. After his recent remarks about her, members of the Kardashian family and their marriage made headlines. Quote, I would like to apologize to my wife Kim for going public with something that was a private matter. I did not cover her like she has covered me. To Kim, I want to say I know I hurt you. Please forgive me. Thank you for always being there for me. He closed. Kim has yet to publicly weigh in on Kanye's apology. So the Kim and Kanye saga has been uh, part of Pop Culture Friday for, I think, three weeks now. And it's ongoing and developing, of course. I really I really don't like talking about the Kardashians that much. I'd like to keep the Kardashian news to a minimum because... I, I, I don't know, but this is so, this is a big deal. And so I, we're going to talk about it. I mean, but this is continuing to develop, to develop. We talked last week how Kim made a beautiful statement that I thought was really great and addressed what was going on. And then Kanye took to Twitter. He apologized. It was, I mean, it's great that he apologized. It's still just, uh, this whole thing is just unfortunate. I don't know what else to say other than it's just un- unfortunate that it's even coming to this, that it's even getting like this. There was also TMZ obtained pictures of Kim who came to visit him in Wyoming, came to visit Kanye in Wyoming. 
and they were in a truck and supposedly they went through the Wendy's drive through, <laughs> which I love that. Um, they went through the Wendy's drive through and they were having a conversation and uh, TMZ obtained pictures of her like visibly you could see them talking and her crying. It was obvious she was crying. And um, I think that's unfortunate. I saw the photos and first of all, they're in like a nice pickup truck, but I'm really surprised that their windows aren't tinted. I, I don't know. Um, the windows are like clear as day, like you could see right into them. And so that surprises me. A lot of times celebrities have their side windows tinted and then you have to get photographs through the front window um, for paparazzi. But this photograph was taken through the side window, like the driver's side window. And it was clear as day. So I'm like really confused why they didn't have tinted windows in their car for someone like that. But it was really obvious to see what was going on. It was really obvious to see that she was crying. It's Again, it's just unfortunate. And then you see there's pictures of them talking and her crying. And then there's like a couple like that. And then there's like a couple photos where they finally see that someone's taking their picture. And Kanye turns around and Kim, tur- you know, they both like look. And I just can't imagine, like, I put myself in that situation. And if I'm going through, I mean, regardless of if they're divorced or if their marriage is over or not, like, I'm going through something incredibly hard. And there's some random ass person with a camera in my face trying to make, I mean, make money off of it, make news off of it. And part of me understands that that's part of what they sign up for as, you know, a public figure. I mean, this is, we know Kim likes the attention. We know Kanye likes the attention. So it's part of what they sign up for. But the human part of me, it like validates that this is extremely hard, probably to go through what they're going through. Kanye having, you know, this bipolar episode and then Kim like just trying to keep things together. They have three children together, four children together. I'm sorry. So the human part of me like understands and feels for them in this situation. I don't think this saga is going to go away. I don't I don't know. It's just unfortunate. People are going to still continue being up in their face. People are going to be following them around everywhere just because this is such a hotbed topic. I mean, I've talked about it for three weeks in a row and I don't even want to talk about it, but I know I have to talk about it. Anyway, there was also photos that Kim uh, was back in L.A. recently, I think yesterday or a couple days ago. But there were photos of her getting off a private plane. And so she's back in L.A. I mean, there's literally photos like tracking her every move. And oh, my gosh, it just it sounds horrible. But I mean, that's the price you pay for the life that she has, I guess. Let's move on to our third story. This one is heavy. Oprah pays tribute to Breonna Taylor with a historic magazine cover. As demands for justice in Taylor's death continue, Winfrey joined the call in a major way by making Taylor the solo cover star of the September issue of her O, The Oprah Magazine. This marks the first time in its 20-year history that the cover has not featured Winfrey. Furthermore, the September issue of the magazine has historically been considered especially significant given the end of summer and the look ahead of the final months of the year. And with the recent news that O will be ending its regular monthly print editions after the December issue, the cover of Taylor is still that much more special. Quote, imagine if three unidentified men burst into your home while you were sleeping and your partner fired a gun to protect you. And then mayhem. The media mogul wrote for her what I know for sure column. What I know for sure is that we can't be silent. We have to use whatever megaphone we have to cry for justice. And that is why Brianna Taylor is on the cover of O Magazine. I cry for justice in her name. This is such a beautiful Oprah move. And I I totally agree with and and everything she's saying and the fact that like if there's something that you're passionate about and you care about and this is obviously like a sick and wrong thing that that this has not been addressed so if that's if there's something you care about you have to use the platform that you have to bring attention to that I mean I try and do that all the time with my 
Instagram platform in terms of animal rights and things like that. Like that's my platform and that's something I care about. So I'm going to bring attention to that as much as I can. Uh, So that's just one example. But Oprah has a platform like none other. (laughs) I mean, her platform is just never ending. So yeah, she the fact that she did it in this way is such an Oprah thing to do. It's so beautiful. And it it, like like I read in the story, 20 years, the, the cover has never not featured Oprah. And this cover is just Brianna. It is a beautifully done but like a rendering of a photo of her that was actually done by um, an African-American um, artist. And it's really beautiful the way that it's done. So the cover in and of itself, you know, just the fact that it's not Oprah, but just the artwork of it, it is beautiful as well. And and I'm so glad that this is how Oprah's doing it. And like I said, this is just such an Oprah amazing way to do things. And she's going through some changes in with the magazine and then there's she's uh, supposedly getting a new show and so I know she's going through her own transitions in her company and her life but the fact that she made this call and took this upon herself and our she speak I mean as Oprah does she speaks so eloquently of everything that she talks about every cause that she champions and and I I just love how she's able to do that and she spoke so eloquently of this and she's she's making it about getting justice for Brianna Taylor and making it about doing the right thing and the fact that this is injustice to everyone out there. I mean, when you think of how Brianna Taylor was killed, it's one of those things where if you put yourself in that situation, it's just like that could have that could be anyone. You know, like that it's such a horrific thing and it it's just like it could have happened to anyone. It could happen to you, it could happen to me. It's just the no knock, you know, they they ran into the house. It was a no knock warrant. Why are the, why is that legal? Like, why is that a thing? <laughs> why are people just able to barge into your house and you don't know and you're just trying to defend yourself and that's what happens? I mean, it's just it's unfortunate. And I I bravo to Oprah for doing this. This is really historic. It's a beautiful cover. More news regarding talk show hosts. Gosh, talk show hosts are just having a moment here. Ellen DeGeneres breaks her silence regarding workplace complaints. In a letter obtained by E! News, the syndicated talk show host explained that she was disappointed to learn of the accusations made against members of her staff. Quote, on day one of our show, I told everyone in our first meeting that the Ellen DeGeneres show would be a place of happiness. No one would ever raise their voice and everyone would be treated with respect. Obviously, something changed and I'm disappointed to learn that this has not been the case, DeGeneres wrote. She continued, for that, I am sorry. Anyone who knows me knows that it is the opposite of what I believed and what I hoped for our show. She stated that she and Warner Brothers are working together to determine next steps to, quote, correct the issues they found through an internal investigation. This entire Ellen DeGeneres um, complaints in the workplace thing has, like, really been eye-opening and sad for me because I love Ellen and I love her spirit. I love her show. And her show is really unique. I, I just love what Ellen stands for. She, you know, with her, her sitcom and coming out as gay and what she faced, she's really been a pioneer for the LGBTQ community. And she's selflessly done that. And, you know, her career took a hit as an expense. She was able to rebound and whatnot. But there was definitely huge consequences when that happened. And so I respect Ellen a lot for everything she's done and for the journalist she is. It's hard to not think that these complaints are valid because it seems like there's a lot of them coming out. And Ellen, the Ellen show promotes such like a happy, wonderful, lighthearted. I mean, it just seems like Disney World on steroids, like you're there and people are dancing and Ellen's making jokes and it's so funny. And then Ellen's sliming people and and be kind to one another and all these things. So to hear that, you know, I mean, I know the magic of TV better than anyone else. 
So I know that what's on TV isn't always what what is seen. You know, that's not always the reality. There's cameras. We can do a lot of work with cameras and editing. So I know that. But to hear that it's such a stark contrast of what is portrayed to what's really going on. And there were complaints um, from staffers being mistreated by producers and, and other members of of like production. But then I've also heard a lot of complaints that Ellen is like the meanest person ever. I've heard this in a couple different settings. I think there was like there was some YouTube star that was on Ellen and she came out and said that Ellen was so freaking mean and she it would just like stunned her. She says she would never go back. I can't even think of who it was. It's really bad that I'm like saying this, but I can't think of the name of the person. But there have been several people who have like come out recently and said that Ellen is is really mean like on the show. And that like hurts my heart a little because I have such a picture of her being like at the Ellen everyone sees on TV and dancing and all this other bullshit that she stands for. So I understand that TV is not always what it doesn't paint the full picture but to hear that it is such a stark contrast is really it's really hard to hear and it's really like it's staggering to like just hear that that it's so different there have been a lot of people talking about ellen being the show being canceled and i don't think that's going to happen there was rumblings of that and it wasn't addressed but it sounds like you know from this statement they're working together to determine the next steps to correct the issue. So it sounds like the show isn't going anywhere. I mean, it's going to be hard to rebound after this. This has been very public and very, I mean, highly talked about. It's just, it's going to be hard to go back to the show. She's going to have to make a statement. She's going to have to make several statements moving forward. And it's just going to have to be something that she learns to adjust with. I mean, Ellen has adjusted and, and taken everything in stride throughout her life. So I, I think she'll get past it, but I, it's not going to be easy. Um, So this is, I just don't know what to think. I'm I'm just sad that if this is true, it sounds like it is. I'm just sad. It's just sad when someone that you admire is not who you thought they were. Last and final news is a happy one. Today's was kind of heavy, but we're going to end on a happy note because Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas welcomed a baby girl. The 24-year-old Game of Thrones alum reportedly gave birth to a sweet baby girl on Wednesday, July 22nd. According to TMZ, the bundle of Joy's name is Willa. In February, we learned that she and Joe Jonas were expecting... The two who are notoriously private about their personal lives did not comment on her pregnancy at the time, nor have they spoken publicly about the arrival of their little one. However, at the time, a source told E! News that the duo were, quote, extremely excited to be parents. Quote, they told their families and everyone is ecstatic and so happy for them. Congratulations to these two. Uh, Sophie and Joe are just so, I don't know, they're just the couple I'd want to, I'd want to double date with them for sure. She seems so down to earth and... He's a Joe bro. Happy for them. I don't have much else to say other than congratulations. I'm sure this is going to be the sweetest, cutest little baby. And I look forward to seeing this little baby grow up. Congrats to them. Big step into parenthood, but I'm so happy for them. And I I'm was I was a little surprised they got pregnant so quickly. She's younger than him. I think he's my age. I think he's 28, 29, 30. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. He's I think he's in his late 20s. She's 24. And I thought that maybe they would wait a little bit longer to get pregnant. When I found out she was pregnant, I was like, oh, quicker than I would have thought. But hey, people can do whatever they want. So good for them. And I'm excited. I really think um, if Nick and Priyanka get pregnant, which, you know, you never want to ask someone when they're going to get pregnant. That's just such an irresponsible thing to ask. But if and when they do, I think this is going to be great content for um, Instagram and for everything else going on in the world. I could see some really great some Jonas Cousins content. I mean, it would I can just see it blossoming into something great. So we will have to see to be determined. But congrats to Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas on Baby Willa. 
All right, you guys, that's going to be all she wrote for today. Those topics were all pretty heavy. One through four were heavy, and then we get to five, and it was nice and light. But gosh, there's there's just some shit going on in the world. And I mean, that's that's just all I got to say. There's just some shit going on in the world. So I hope this totally didn't damper your mood. I just want to inform you. You know, I'm just here to give the people what they want. So that's going to do it for Pop Culture Friday for, the, for today, you guys. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. If you are, please head to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and write us a little review that so helps the show be found by more and more people which is just kind of our goal here is to enlighten the world with pop culture as much as we can i also hope you have a lovely weekend it is officially the first day of august is anyone else finding that insanely crazy i am i hope you have a fabulous weekend i hope you do something really fun i hope you sleep in i hope you eat something delicious i hope you hug someone you love and i hope you're kind to people that's what i hope for you Uh, i also hope that you have a great coming week and i will see you again next friday